Now, on the count of three, let's toss those caps in the air to celebrate. One, two, three. In my mind, I'm gone to Carolina. Can't you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel the moon shining? Welcome to Well Said, the official storytelling podcast from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Today, we're celebrating the class of 2019. There were more than 6,000 graduates this semester, and you can bet they're ready to take on the world. Commencement weekend kicked off on Saturday, May 11th, with the doctoral hooding ceremony in the Smith Center. I'm really excited to, to be graduating, and I'm, I'm proud of this degree. I'm, I'm really proud to have a doctorate in Indigenous Studies and in American Studies more broadly. That was Meredith McCoy. She's a Royster Fellow and graduated with a doctorate in American Studies with a concentration in American Indian and Indigenous Studies. She's also a double Tar Heel and feels a little different on graduation day as a doctoral student than she did as an undergraduate at Carolina. In 2010, when I was an undergrad uh, going through commencement, I think there was such a sense of openness, that the world was just this huge question mark. And there was this sense of coming out of this really strong, service-oriented community and that we, we didn't exactly know where we were going in the world, but we knew that we had sort of figured our values out. And I think at that particular moment, even though there was so much stretching in front of us, we felt like we had our feet under us and we were ready for the next adventures, whatever they were. And I think the way that I feel going into commencement this year is um, a sense that I, that I now have this, the skills to match those values that I cultivated here when I was here the first time around. Um, and so I, I have this sense that now my professional abilities are more aligned with these sort of lofty goals that I established for myself the first time that I was here. Then I met Tori Staten another double Tar Heel graduating with a doctorate in education. Her memories of the 2011 undergraduate commencement felt a little bit different, especially as she gets ready for life after Carolina. I think I actually feel a lot more pressure today than I did, you know, eight years ago. I don't know what it is. I think eight years ago I was just like, I don't know if I've become more cynical. I don't know if I've just become more just nervous about things that are happening, but uh, I feel like an undergrad, I was just like, oh my God, I'm a college graduate, woo, 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 you know? Um, it felt like something really special. Um, and, and that doesn't take away from today. Today feels very special to me, but I think it comes with a certain amount of pressure, a certain amount of responsibility. Um, you know, I think people hound on the fact that, you know, you're one of the, you know, only like 2% of the world has a PhD and, you know, you're one of the smartest people in the world. And it's just like, it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of, I feel less like the world is mine and more like, oh my God, there's so much work to do, you know? Meredith and Tori were joined by more than 200 other doctoral students on Saturday and surrounded by supportive family members and friends of the graduates. As far as commencement ceremonies go, 
Doctoral hooding ceremonies feel the fanciest. Students and faculty are wearing large, colorful robes with stripes and hoods and hats instead of mortarboards. Graduate school dean Steve Matson helped the crowd understand what all of it means. The hooding ceremony is derived from medieval university traditions. In the 12th and 13th centuries, when universities were taking shape, they were under the jurisdiction of the church. And those studying wore a habit or cloak to which was attached a cowl or hood. The hood seems to have had three uses, a covering, a shoulder cape, and a bag for collecting alms. Many of us have heard a story, whether true or not, about the folds found on the back of the cloth of the hood being used as a receptacle for coins offered by a grateful student after a particularly inspiring lecture. The colors symbolize school and broad discipline, as explained in your program. The presentation of the hood by the student's mentor symbolizes the welcoming of a graduate as a full-fledged member in the community of scholars. With hours, well, several years, of research, papers, and other academic requirements behind them, Interim Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz took the stage to encourage grads to go boldly into their careers with that same dedication. You know how to succeed. You've learned a lot about innovating for the public good right here at Carolina. You know what it takes to achieve excellence. And that involves the endless asking of why and never being satisfied with the status quo. You also know that excellence is not really a noun. No matter what the dictionary may say, it's an action word. The future will be defined by your action, your dedication, and the strength of your resolve to use all that you have been given to take on the grand challenges of our time. Finally, the pursuit of excellence means you have to prioritize and make tough choices you have to choose what matters to you and give it your full attention. This semester's commencement speaker was Ramesh Raskar, who graduated himself from Carolina in 2002 with a doctoral degree in computer science. Since he graduated, he has helped invent a new form of photography. It's able to see around corners, almost a metaphor for the corner these graduates were about to turn. Follow your dream, but also know the what, the how, and the when of your dream. The destination, the route, and the navigation. Because it's just not about the goal of your dream that would be just a destination on the map. You also need a plan, a route on that map. Each doctoral candidate was then called to the stage and hooded by their academic advisor and provost Robert Bluen. This traditional act is a physical representation of not only the accomplishments of the graduates, but of the important bond between students and advisors. A big part of the students' success, and I'm sure they'd agree, is due to their faculty mentors. The faculty members at Carolina take their roles as mentors very seriously, and it is this mentoring role that makes today's ceremony so special. 
Graduates, we welcome you with enthusiasm and pride into the community of scholars. More than 6,000 graduates filed into Keenan Stadium the next day, Mother's Day. I mean, this is pretty much like the reason I came to Carolina, like commencement in the, the stadium. She always, she went to uh, nursing school here, so she always talked about how she was, she remembered, you know, her graduation and how awesome it was and all the baby blue, and I always grew up going to football games here, and she always used to say, like, you could graduate on that field in, you know, 10 years or whatever, so. So yeah, getting to this day was definitely the goal the whole time, obviously, so. Fire was not easy to say, the least, but yeah, it was great. Made a lot of really good friends along the way. That was Chad Birkenstock, who was in the stands before the ceremony with his mom, who was a Carolina alumna. Words cannot describe. It is just an honor and a privilege. He is sets his mind on something, he gets it done, he works hard, and I knew he could do it. Graduates began to line up in the tunnels outside of Keenan Stadium in anticipation of the ceremony. Carolina Blue was everywhere, as members of the class of 2019 organized themselves and tried to find friends for those final selfies. William Ryan and Haley Gee were taking some time to reminisce about the last four years at Carolina, something they've been doing over the last few weeks. An emotional train wreck for me. I've literally been crying, like, nonstop. I finally feel at peace with it within, like, the past week, but it's, like, really hard to say all the goodbyes and, like, the things that had to end, like clubs and stuff that I was in, so, yeah. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I would second that. Um, maybe not quite that emotional, <laughs> but, I mean, it's definitely weird. Like, you have all these friendships and connections that you make, and, like, I had a job working in, like, the football team for four years, and, like, now I don't have that anymore. So it's, like, it's just weird that, like, you have these, like, parts of your life that you don't anymore. So it's weird, but yeah. it's, a, it's a good type of weird, but... Yeah. Despite how sentimental commencement is for most graduates, Haley and William are optimistic for their futures. I'm going to physical therapy school this fall, so more school for three years. Um, but um, I'm really sad that I'm leaving here, but I'm really excited for the next chapter. Like four years has been really good here. It's definitely flown by, but um, super excited for like going on to the next chapter in my life. And I'll actually not leave UNC yet, can't get rid of me that easily. I'm doing the Masters of Accounting program here. So, one more year. The graduates sat on the Keenan Stadium field and were greeted by Jonathan Reckford, a Tar Heel alumnus and CEO of Habitat for Humanity International. Today I want to ask you three questions about calling that perhaps you've not considered. I hope that pondering your responses will help you discover what God created only you to do. Number one, whose voices will you allow to speak into your life? Number two, how will you define rich? And number three, what are you uniquely wired to do? This next season of your life is your time to learn as much as you can about the world, to gain all the experience you can, and to struggle with the things that you can't get out of your mind. This is also a time for making decisions about who you will become. 
I'm an adamant believer in strength of character. And ultimately, your success will be measured not by what you've achieved, but by who you are. Who before what? My hope for each one of you is that you will always have at least one friend with whom you can be fully transparent and who loves you for who you are and not what you do. I also hope you will be that friend. Jonathan definitely left graduates thinking after concluding his commencement address. Because often people see some terrible event unfold in our community and the world, and the response is, that's terrible. Somebody ought to do something about that. Then they change the channel. Divine irritation is when you watch that same event and it wrecks you. It's when God seizes you by the scruff of the neck and gives you such a sense of urgency that you have to respond. Finally, I want to be very honest with you and tell you that pursuing your calling will require sacrifice. But when you experience a moment of divine irritation, you simply have to respond. Chancellor Guskowitz also had the chance to impart wisdom on the graduating class, inspired by another Tar Heel alumnus and commencement speaker. Flanking the stage are the words of the famous journalist and Carolina alum, Charles Kuralt. What is it that binds us to this place? And it is as it was meant to be, the university of the people. These powerful words strike at the chord of who we are here at Carolina. Yet today I want to focus on a different speech by Kuralt given at a Carolina commencement, much like this one in 1985. There he urged the graduates to join what he described as a conspiracy of good people. I love that, a conspiracy of good people. Most often when we hear the word conspiracy, it has a negative connotation, but not here. What Kuralt was talking about was a saving minority, the conscience of our country, people who return our world to reason, compassion, and decency. The conspiracy of good people are those who care, whose intrinsic reward and recognition is their belief in serving others. They don't complain that global challenges are too big and their ability to create meaningful change is too small. Today, you graduate from an amazing institution not only the leading global public research university, but it is at its best the global headquarters for the conspiracy of good people. Home to students, faculty, and staff who gather together to make positive change in our world. And that's what I see before me today. The class of 2019, an inspirational class filled with leaders people who care deeply about helping others. You've awed us with your accomplishments and inspired us with your character. Congratulations to each of you on this outstanding achievement. And thank you to your faculty research mentors who guided you in this endeavor. Will all degree candidates please rise? By virtue of the authority vested in the University of North Carolina by the state of North Carolina and by the university entrusted to me. 
I hereby confer upon you the degree for which the faculty has certified you, together with all the rights and privileges thereunto pertaining, and I offer you my warmest congratulations. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Well Said, the official storytelling podcast from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Congratulations to all the members of the class of 2019. We cannot wait to see where you head next. Head over to our website, unc.edu, to read the amazing stories of Tar Heel graduates, from their experiences in the classroom to influential research. If you missed the excitement this weekend, visit our website or follow hashtag UNCgrad on Twitter and Instagram, or you can visit any of our social media channels. Even though many Tar Heels have headed home for a relaxing summer break, Well Said will continue to air. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to the show wherever you get podcasts. See you next week.